0: rounders
1: folks welcome back to the big four zero our 40th episode anniversary this is the trivia and tribulations episode and we're gonna we're gonna start off with some trivia not really
0: and in honor of the 40th episode here Connor Powers gave himself the night off, folks. He will not be with us tonight. Do not expect to hear his glistening voice this evening. You just get to deal with me and Chad. So happy 40. It's going to be me and Chad. We're going to be doing it together. Hit me with some trivia. Chad and I. You do. You are pursuing a master's. I did not, so I do not know that grammar. Appreciate the help.
1: Okay, but it's trivia not like you think. We're bringing back a segment, and it's just John today. He's gonna be guessing some lines for this upcoming week in football. So and we're gonna-
0: Chad has immediately hit me <laughs> with a dosey do. Chad's <laughs> dosey do of the night completely catches me off guard. I'm excited. Am I? Who am I? I'm just guessing against myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna see how you do. You know we'll
0: what? See- I'm gonna throw a wrench in at you. I'm gonna. You know what you did? You threw the boomerang at me. I'm throwing it right back, Chad. So if I'm within. Three points to the line. I get a point. If I'm not, you're the house. You okay. get the point. All right. I got to do it well, within three. Give or take three.
1: Give or take jack. a field goal. Give or like take a field goal. I like that. So we're going to start it off easy. This is a nice easy one to get you going. It is how many do we do total? Let's we're gonna do. Let's do ten.
0: Off the rip. Let's do it.
1: Appalachian you State. You know what?
0: What? I'm going to amend that. You see this back and forth we're doing. Folks, this is how you work together. Yeah. This is a collaborative environment. I think we go in odd numbers so there's no tie. I hate ties. True. Um, something about the number nine right now. Eichel. Something about the number nine. A little Eichel action. Sabres are nice. Throw that in there. We're playing. This is Jack Eichel's trivia roundtable. Best of nine. You got Best
1: the four. And win. Here we go. Apple Action State. On the road at 6-0 against South Alabama, who is
0: 1-6. Say the visitor again.
1: Uh, Appalachian State, ranked 21st okay. in the country, They're 6-0. Nice. I wasn't
0: paying attention. That's why I asked that again. App State is very good. They are legit. I'm saying that they are favored here by 24.
1: <laughs> Appalachian State is favored by 24 and a half.
0: Clemens comes out firing piping hot. I mean, piping hot, Chad.
1: This could be a route. It could be over early today, <laughs> this could folks. be a route. Okay. Impressive start by Clements. My God. He's I on top. I think you're going
0: to have to bet on anything that I win in this competition. I,
1: I think so. Next up, we have the Alabama Crimson Tide at home at 7-0, number one, one in the country. Uh, not with Tua this week. They are playing against Arkansas, who is two and 2-5.
0: Alabama's a bad team. Or, sorry, Arkansas is a bad team. Alabama's the opposite of a bad team. Bama, you said two is not playing? Correct. Alabama is still going to be heavily favored. Give me 31.
1: Alabama by 32.
0: <laughs> Clemens is on absolute fire, folks. I will say this, too. I did not look at spread today because I was, had such a poor weekend. I had no interest in looking at anything. Not even touching the Monday Night Football game here. We want you to know this is off the rip. This is, this is brain.
1: Brain this to table. Farm to table. The greatest thing possibly that we've ever witnessed. It's, I think it's because Connor's not here. Maybe we should cut him from the whole program.
0: I, I mean, we'll have to have a, a production meeting after this one.
1: Okay. But anyway,
0: 2 0 star for Clemens.
1: All right. Let's see here. Ooh, we got, it. We got a good one. We have Houston at home. At three and four against Southern Methodist University, sixteenth in the country. They are seven and zero. Oh. Houston home against SMU.
0: I think this is gonna be a little bit smaller than, than one would suspect based on records. I'm going SMU by seven and a half.
1: It is SMU by thirteen and a half. So Messier and Chad, is on the board.
0: The house gets one back.
1: It's a good start. It's a good start. All right, we're going to go to the um, top 10 matchup of the week. We have LSU at home at 7-0 and against Auburn, who is and
0: 6-1. This is a good matchup. I think LSU is going to kill them. Um, however, I'm going to say the line is 13.
1: Clemens was close. It was LSU by 11 And, a half.
0: and that is just within three. He gets one there. I think that's going to move towards 13 though as the week goes on.
1: Yeah. three to one. Three to one. Three to one. All right, this is a big one. This is a team that's really just effed up me and Connor throughout the year. Connor and I, I should say, uh, a team I will never bet on, but it is Minnesota, the Golden Gophers at home at seven and0 against Maryland at three and four.
0: You're saying Maryland's a team that's fucked you guys all year, right? Yeah, correct. So I'm going to say Minnesota by
1: 16 and a half. Minnesota by 16.
0: Un-freaking-believable performance so far, Chad. You're shucked. You're You're visibly uncomfortable right now.
1: This is a visceral betrayal of everything I've ever come to love. So it's tough. All right, I think I can get uh, Powers. I think I can get Clemens on this one. It is UCLA at 2-5. and They are home against Arizona State, who is and 5-2 and ranked 24th in the country.
0: What you did there before saying the matchup was you played a small little mind game by saying you can get me on this one. Now you have me thinking a couple of ways. Yeah. Now you have me thinking a couple of ways.
1: Walk the listeners through what you're thinking.
0: I'm thinking because you said that, this line is going to be shorter than what you'd think. You know, I hate UCLA. Can't stand them. But you also know I don't care for Arizona State, who also didn't cover against Utah, by the way. Called that last episode Utah's Nice. Give me Arizona State, the fighting Herm Edwards is by
1: 14. It is Arizona State by four.
0: You really? <laughs> Played a mind game with me there, and that is a very weird line. That is so much shorter. I would have, like, initially, like, off the rip, if you said nothing, I probably would have said 20. That's how bad UCLA is. Four is unbelievable. Yeah. That's a very uh, interesting line.
1: All right, let's see if we can – it is now four to two. Let's see – I'm going to stick in the pack 12 see if I can really get you all sorts of rattled right now.
0: These are the ones that always ding me, dude. These are the tough ones. I'll give you that. Um,
1: We have the – the Utah fighting Utes at home at six and one ranked 12th in the country against the Cal bears who are four and three.
0: So here's my thoughts. Utah, I think is the best team in the conference and Cal was the greatest pretender for the first quarter of the season. They have been heavy underdogs in a lot of these games against the, the elites of the pac 12, or I should say the top teams. I'm saying Utah, they're at home. You said Yes. By three touchdowns,
1: twenty-one, and Clemens wins the week. It is Utah minus nineteen.
0: Let's go, baby! They Cal sucks, dude. Utah's going to cover this one again. I think. Wow. I just want to say thank you for that challenge. That was fun. I really enjoyed it a lot. I think that'll uh, that's going to be back. That's not a that's not the end of it.
1: Yeah, that won't be gone. That will be definitely back.
0: Shout out to Powers for being absent this evening and making that possible.
1: Yeah, you don't ever have to come back, but. We'll see. We'll talk about it. Um, so a couple games we should uh, review from last week. Uh, I'm correct in saying you don't want to talk about the Cox, correct? I do. You do? Okay. I do. All right.
0: Um, here's what I think. First of all, there are very few coaches out there who are just more appealing to, like, the working man and also the players. Will Muschamp is a people's coach he's not by any means like a top-tier coach no shot no one's saying that but dude he can rally the players Did you see his press conference
1: i did not know
0: a- anyone who watched the game a lot of cox fans listen to this that was the, probably the worst officiating i think i've seen in my time watching south carolina football the sec has been terrible officiating this year israel mukuamu got held 50 yards down the field on their uh, long touchdown run after we had just scored, the play after we scored. Held for 50 yards, literally grabbing the defenders, grabbing him by the horse collar the whole time, the whole, the whole way. Clear's day, two referees there. The camera's literally on it. It's getting ridiculed on Twitter by everyone. Chipper Jones tweeted at him, said that that was a terrible call. He's a Gators fan. Brutal. That changed the game. Momentum gone. Fourth quarter, completely outcoached, completely outplayed. Nightmare. But you mean you look at it? Seven quarters, last two games, seven out of eight quarters, we outplayed the two top teams, in the con- two top ten teams in the country. I'm not mad. I was okay. pretty mad at the time. It's pretty frustrating. It is what it is, though. I think we got a good little team. It's pretty much a lost year at this point, but I think we get to that. I'm the real. All I care about now is getting over six wins for that bet that I made. Me and Connor, so on life support now again.
1: So SEC officiating I want to hit on again. So I saw there were issues with the Alabama Tennessee game as well with the officiating. Sound like Tennessee got screwed a little bit. Is there a bias towards some of these top teams in the SEC uh by SEC officiating? It's under my understanding that um the SEC office officiating office or whatever is located in Alabama. So there could be some bias there. But I think you- that's absolutely fair to say. Okay. And I'm not here to say yeah. Tennessee would have won the game uh, if the officiating had been different, but it's something to keep an eye on because.
0: I, uh, I'm here to say that, that South Carolina legitimately had a, had a very strong chance of winning that game if the officiating on that specific run where he was held for 50 yards was not. If that was, if that was called, it's a completely different game. That okay. gave them the entire momentum. Like, ridiculous.
1: It is. It is.
0: I'm getting so, mad again. I'm getting Uh, really bothered, Chad. Fire, uh, you got to change the topic before I start throwing things across the room.
1: All right, we're going to change it up. We're going to go. Penn State held on at home against Michigan, winning 28-21. To start, honestly, not overly impressed with either team. I know it's, you know, a big win for Penn State, but at the same time, I did not come away any more impressed uh, with Penn State. Uh, They are what they are. I think they're uh, a team that's... uh, probably a top 7 to 12 team in the country. I don't think they they have a definite uh ceiling from what I've seen and I watch Penn State about every week. I just don't think their offense is impressive to me. Um scoring 28 points at home for the white and a white out left a little to be desired. Their defense was really good in the first half and really bad in the second half. So I'm not re- I still not sure what Penn State is. But um, Michigan, that officially eliminates them from anything. What do you think of that game, John? John, you are muted. Nothing is happening.
0: And that, folks, is what wow. you call a user error <laughs> on my end. Um, <laughs> so back to what I was saying um, while I was talking to the screen here. I wasn't watching this game. I believe the same... Uh, at the same time, the Yankees were playing the Astros. Yes. So I was watching that game. Um, I didn't watch a lick, didn't watch a snap of the Penn State Mission game. Actually, haven't even watched a highlight. I woke up next morning. It was like middle afternoon. I checked my phone. I saw, oh, Penn State won by a touchdown. So I got no thoughts. I'm a, I'm in the same boat, though. I, I don't think I've watched a snap of a Penn State game this year. I have no idea who they are. I know they're undefeated. Um, Michigan, just a, really a a decent team. They're just floating a decent team.
1: Yeah, they're like... Nothing the...
0: impressive about them.
1: It's a good comparison. You see, them,
0: you see them and you're disinterested in the fact that they're playing that day. You don't care. It doesn't matter. Yes, yeah. Unless you're tied to them, whatever. Um, they're boring. They're really boring. They're a boring team. Just like in Big Ten basketball, dude. They're a boring team.
1: Yes, no doubt. The so, uh, you know. only other really notable game that I wanted to hit on was Texas survived against Kansas. 50 to 48. Well, that's yeah. not that's not a good look for Texas and I think if anything that uh hurts you know Oklahoma's resume a little bit. Um any thoughts on that game, John?
0: Kansas is is you, I have no idea what this Kansas team is. They're a hot mess. They're an exciting hot mess. Um you know, they gave Texas a run. They beat Boston College by 47,000 points. They lost to Coastal Carolina. Um, It's really, I don't know. Texas, I'm kind of off Texas at this point. I don't think that they're nearly as good as I expected them to be this year. So, can't say I'm surprised, really.
1: All right.
0: I feel like they got a a type of team that's just like, if they're doing well, everyone's bought in. But a couple of hardships go their way, and they're kind of checked out. That's what I feel like they are.
1: Reminds me a lot of USC. To be honest. But um, let's there move on. There was one more. Uh,
0: there was. One more. Two more. Two more quick shout-outs. One, shout-out to my dad. Huge win for Vanderbilt this week, upsetting Missouri. Yes. There They're yes. 21-point dogs. They won by a touchdown against number 22, Missouri. South Carolina got blown out by Missouri earlier this year. Is Vanderbilt better than South Carolina? I We'll find so. out in two weeks. Going to the game with my dad. Got announced it's a 7.30 game, whereas BAM LSU is at 3.30. Makes absolutely no sense. Pisses me off, but whatever. Next one, Georgia. A little bit worried here about Georgia and how yeah. good they might be. They scored zero points in the first half against Kentucky. Kentucky isn't a very good team. I did say last week, Georgia uh, minus 24 is my pick of the week. They won 21-0. They did blank them. I did tell people, I said, I don't think Kentucky scores this game. I said to Drew, you you know, I, said, I said, I don't think Kentucky is going to score. I got that right. I did not realize that their offense might actually be an issue going forward here. So very unimpressive win offensively. Without John, a
1: doubt. Um, that kind of sparked something. I do remember my lock of the week last week. So let's just say you and I were 0 for 2. I had Texas minus 21 against Kansas. Yes, you did.
0: <laughs> and we was, touched on it.
1: Yes. So, so speaking of Georgia, on. speaking of Georgia, I want to play a little hypothetical game with you here. All right. I'm going to list out two teams at a time and hypothetical, you know, they play neutral field this coming weekend. Who do you think wins? All right. Yeah. So first one, we're going to start out with Florida versus Penn state neutral field. Who wins? Ooh.
0: Um, I'm going to go with Florida here. Okay. I'm going to go with Florida. Some people will say that's an sec bias that I have going on there, but it's not, they're more battle tested. Penn State hasn't played shit this year. Uh, no one whatsoever. They beat Iowa, who I think stinks, and they beat Michigan, who I think also stinks. Aside from that, I don't know if anyone they played has a winning record. They might, but I just looked at their schedule. I was impressed by everything. Florida's okay. battle-tested. Um, I, I just don't see them losing that game. I think they're more athletic than Penn State, and I think that Dan Mullen is a better coach than James Franklin. So,
1: I agree. I would... Uh... I think Florida would win that game. I just, Penn State has a good defense, but I think Florida has a freaky good defense, and I think Penn State would not know what to do facing that Florida defense. I think it would be a grind them out, kind of 17-13 type game. Uh, next hypothetical, and this will be taking place in, I believe, two weeks. Florida, Georgia. Neutral site, which we will have in Gainesville, or not Gainesville, in, uh uh where do they play? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Who wins? Florida, Georgia.
0: This, this is a question that I'll have a little bit more clarity on after like the next week. You said this is in two weeks? Correct. This is the same weekend as Alabama, LSU. That's going to be a good weekend. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm probably still going to go with Georgia right now. But if they have another bad offensive performance this week, I might be off them. I might switch. Yep. I might change my mind.
1: Georgia has a bye this week.
0: They have a bye this week. Yes. I like that. Now I definitely like them. Really? Russ, you gotta look in the mirror after two disappointing performances and you got time to prepare for Florida. I like that. Interesting. Flor Florida could be on a buy as well. They could be on a buy as well. I'm not that. Uh,
1: Florida is I believe they don't have a game. Florida right. is off. Florida two is buys. off,
0: so that's gonna be a good game.
1: I'm gonna be honest, I'm kind of leaning Florida. I just you know, this, that Kentucky game rubbed me the wrong way again for Georgia. That offense, um, I don't know if it has to do with the play calling, the quarterback play, what it is, but their offense is down, just a mess at the moment, and I, I kind of like Florida there.
0: I think it's the, the most adversity Georgia's faced in the last three years or so, would you say, right now? Yeah. Just kind of a, a real heat check, gut check type of a moment. We'll see how they respond.
1: Alright, so last hypothetical I want to do with you. This is another one interesting one. This uh neutral field game. Who wins? Oklahoma or Clemson?
0: That is a really good one. Oklahoma. Very, very unimpressed with Clemson so far. I know they ended up blowing Louisville out this week, but they look like dog shit for the first half. Trevor Lawrence, I think, had two picks in the first quarter. I haven't been impressed. the board, Lawrence, I haven't been yeah. impressed. Talk about playing nobody. The ACC, I'm pretty sure they're the only ranked team. Uh, no one looks like, honestly, is there anyone in like the top three tiers of teams? Top I four tiers of teams aside from Clemson?
1: There's a chance Pitt might be ranked this week. Don't quote me on that. The only chance they have is Pitt and Wake Forest, and it does not look like either of them are ranked.
0: I mean, I, I'm... Genuinely believe like we are probably the best team that they play. That's left. We're three and
1: four wake forest is now ranked weekend. 25th in the country, but oh. I agree with you completely agree. So, um, give me
0: give me Oklahoma. They look unstoppable offensively. That's all I got there.
1: Yeah, I agree. Oklahoma. So let's get uh, into uh, a look ahead to this coming week. We will do, we'll talk about four games, make it quick. No need to, you know, uh, hang out on this too long because there's not a ton of good games again this weekend but let's start out with um are we gonna go in chronological time order
0: absolutely let's talk about your boys
1: all right so at noon on saturday on fox we have ohio state at home against wisconsin ohio state is favored by 14 and the over under is set at 50.
0: yeah so you know, I think it's a spot where a lot of people really are going to be all over Ohio State. Wisconsin coming off a loss to a really fucking bad Illinois team, really bad loss. Okay, that yeah. is now that is now the worst loss of the year, by the way. Or the I said I should say the biggest upset of the year. Over, I think that's a bigger upset than Carolina over Georgia. I would but, agree. Um, and I think it's a hundred percent. So now I'm mad at myself. So I, I took I bet on Ohio State because they had a look ahead game Friday. I bet I took Northwestern cover. Not even close. Northwestern stinks. I should have taken Wisconsin for the same reason. Wisconsin lost. They've been thinking about Ohio State for two weeks. I don't think they're going to lose by 14 here. Um, I don't think they're going to win, though. Ohio State wins this game, but it's closer than two touchdowns.
1: Okay. Um, the line is sketchy. I, I'm going to need a few drinks in me before I place any bets on this one. I could see this game anywhere in the, you know, 13 to 17 point range that could change depending on, you know, the kind of the state of mind I'm in Saturday around noon. Right. Um, I plan on having one of those, you know, cause people in my program don't believe in drinking before like 2 PM. So like, it'll just be young Chad in his apartment getting extremely intoxicated by myself around eight, nine AM. Hey, and
0: Chad, you want to make the trip down this weekend?
1: A little drive? that the potentially uh you're gonna you're gonna need company you're gonna be an emotional guy this weekend and after losing your roommate yep, yep very um, true. for the folks at home that don't know john is uh a lone ranger again his wonderful beautiful roommate abby has accepted a position in new york city so she leaves the end of this week so john will be on his own i'm i'm worried about you there I'm are people sing. really
0: really very worried you're not alone
1: We may have to put together a GoFundMe page to find you a new – maybe a new roommate, a new hobby, something to keep you busy to keep your mind off the the breakup.
0: If we put together a GoFundMe page and people contribute the rent split amount each month, I would be happy to live alone. If people want to do that, you can organize it. I'm not going to, like, say no. You twist my arm.
1: Okay. All right. We'll look at getting that set up. Uh, Maybe Connor can get some donations from Action Sports. But, yeah. Let's um, talk
0: a little. Uh, let's talk a little SEC football now. So you're on Ohio State. You're unsure of how much. I'm on Wisconsin yeah. to cover Ohio State to win. Auburn LSU. This is going to be a good one.
1: I think I it's think, a bloodbath.
0: I think. I I kind of alluded to that earlier. I think that LSU is going to crush Auburn. <clears throat> um, although I think it's going to be in the in a low, lower scoring than what we've seen. I I'm saying like thirty five to seven type of a game here.
1: I had thirty one ten, so we're right on the same page. Another game, you know. Uh, comment if you please. I'm kind of getting really frustrated with this college football scheduling. Why in God's name is LSU versus Auburn in the three thirty slot and not like a seven thirty start? And why in God's name is Ohio State Wisconsin at noon and not at that same time? Yeah,
0: that's slot. absolutely miserable. That's like next week when we got Vandy, South Carolina at 7.30 in the prime time. You got LSU, um, Bama at 3.30. God knows when Georgia, Florida is. I think that's a noon game.
1: Um, no, Georgia, Florida is
0: 3.30. You're, you got the two biggest games of the week, both at
1: 3.30? Wait. LSU, that game is not next week. It looks sure? like. 2 weeks, 2 weeks. No, 3 weeks. Week 11. Okay. Yeah, okay. so week 11's yeah, Bama LSU there are at least four ranked matchups that week. So but
0: Yeah, UGA Florida's 330. It's ridiculous. Anyway, back to this week.
1: Yeah, but still the scheduling, yeah. I oh, don't know how LSU Auburn is not a 730 game. But Yeah, I like that 3110. I'm probably uh going to go with the under there. Um Anything else on that game or no? No. All right. We have Michigan State at home against Penn State. Penn State favored by six and a half. I kind of like Penn State minus six and a half there. I see them winning by like at least a touchdown. Uh, Over-unders 43. Probably not going to sniff that. Any thoughts there?
0: This is what you call. And it's so clear and obvious. This is an upset alert game. Michigan State covers this spread. It's going to be tight. This is a this is a wet your pants a little bit. A little pants-wetter game for Penn State fans. They might lose. Michigan State might win this one.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't
0: be surprised, but all I'm going to say is that they're going to cover a
1: touchdown. Okay. Okay. Uh And then the nightcap is another kind of just who-cares game. Michigan at home against Notre Dame. Is this a game that Michigan wins?
0: This is a nightmare matchup for me in terms of level of excitement. I have no interest in watching either team. Uh, I think Michigan loses, though. I don't know why. I don't love it by any means. But, uh, you know, my my buddy Tommy, he's a good guy. He's a Notre Dame fan. I'll side with him here. We're going to say the Fighting Irish win. I couldn't. I couldn't have less interest in watching a ranked matchup between these. Like,
1: I understand. So it's time for our locks of the week. Yes, I have mine, and this one is audacious, bold, daring, possibly stupid, but it's something I believe in uh, wholeheartedly, and I'm I'm excited to share it with the folks at home. And that is my lock. Liberty minus seven and a half against Rutgers. Wow. Liberty is five and two. They're on the road at one and six Rutgers. Lock it in. Liberty minus seven and a half.
0: You're telling me that Rutgers is more than a touchdown underdog to Liberty at home? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Is Liberty even D1? Is that even FBS? Are they FCS?
1: I, that's a good question. I, I don't know. They've got to be FBS.
0: Oh, my goodness, dude. That is, that is heinous. <laughs> I mean, wow. That's a good one. I like that. I'm glad you brought that one to the viewer's attention. How are they so bad year in and year out? It just doesn't make sense. It, it, it baffles me. Rutgers. They it, baffle me. They're in a doesn't,
1: It doesn't make sense.
0: A Big Ten team, consistently, consistently god awful. Um, anyway, my lock of the week, you know, I haven't put a whole lot of thought into it. Um, I won't lie to you,
1: but it's okay.
0: And, you know, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. All right. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it to you. Are you ready for it? Yes. South Carolina beats Tennessee by 20. They're minus four. They're the lock of the week. I love the hell out of that. After getting screwed, they're going to be pissed off. Muschamp's track record in his career against Tennessee is actually bonkers. Uh, consistently beats this team. They're going to win this game by a lot. It's going to be don't,
1: exciting. I don't hate that one. I do not hate it. Um, is there any other college football you, you want to get to before the break?
0: You know, not really. I will say one thing. Just shout out to my guys. Utah Utes, they play at 10 o'clock p.m. Um,
1: Will you be awake for that game?
0: Abby is scheduled to leave exactly 12 hours prior to the kickoff of this game. It's going to be an emotional moment for me. Um, And I'm looking forward to uh, watching a little Ute football out on the West Coast.
1: That's all all I got. Well, let's hand it off to AJ for a few seconds, and we'll be back after this. We are back here with our uh, little NFL talk. And let's just, I think we should dedicate a little bit of this to Connor just because uh, he's not here and would probably want to hit on it. The Falcons are so bad, it's frightening. Maybe the worst team ever.
0: Yeah, they're bad. They're real bad.
1: Will they be taking a quarterback in the draft next year? So, I mean,. I wish we had him on to uh, answer. Do you think they will? I don't think so. I think uh, Dan Quinn's going to be gone. And I think oh, whoever. Oh, 100%. The next coaches. Yeah.
0: Nobody's got a hotter seat than Mr. Quinn.
1: You, I don't think you can give up on Matty Ice that quickly.
0: I think you take one, if, if you're them, you take one uh, middle, I would say third round. You really start to think about it in the third round.
1: And I think you focus those first, first, second, third round picks on offensive linemen.
0: Oh, they, they need so much help defensively. They need I God. don't know where to start. Yeah,
1: they need God.
0: So, and it's honestly yeah. unbelievable. You've got some some of, honestly, the worst teams I think I've ever seen in the NFL at the bottom of the league this year. Um, you got an immense pool of teams where we have no idea who's good and who isn't. We have no idea. Yeah um, and then you have a very small number of teams who are legitimately elite title contenders, I would say. It's it's the weirdest one of the weirdest seasons we've seen so far.
1: Yeah. Like you have you have the teams that wouldn't beat Liberty football. The Dolphins, the Bengals, the Redskins. Yes. Yeah. Falcons can probably join that group now.
0: Um It's it's yeah, it, I mean and the Jets aren't too far removed. Like I, I would say you've got five Four for sure, Dolphins, Redskins, Bengals, Falcons—four of the worst teams I've ever seen. The Jets are very, very close. They haven't had their quarterback though, so I'm, I'm going to wait and see. But
1: honestly, I mean, the Giants are right there.
0: Giants and Jets are just like a a sniff above those other four. I think right now, a sniff. yeah,
1: just yeah, just a little bit. Um. So the Dolphins lost by 10. They actually didn't look terrible in the first half. I, I was actually l- hysterically laughing at a couple points because I thought the Dolphins were going to win. I was just like, you know, if they go 1 15 and b- their only win being against the Bills, like I would have appreciated that. Yeah, I would yeah. have appreciated that. But uh, no, they, they dolphined. In the end, they dolphined. Um, you can use your imagination to guess what that means. It's I just. Saw
0: a- I saw their first play of the game, Fitzpatrick threw it about four yards backwards to the guy, which was literally like the drawn-up play design. Four yards backwards with no blockers in front of them. They lost. They, they, it was about second and 20 the next play.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Dolphined. Um, that was the
0: first play of the game. Set the tempo. Set the tone.
1: Yeah. No doubt. Um, your team was on a bye, weren't they?
0: Carolina was on a bye. Um, we'll say this Kyle Allen already announced the starter next week in one of the biggest matchups of the week on the road against the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. I'm very excited for it.
1: We will get to that. Definitely in a second. The only other game I want to talk about, which is kind of a really irrelevant game, but how are the chargers so bad? I don't understand that.
0: You know, when I was looking today, they had, uh, they were top five in super bowl odds. They've taken the biggest hit this year. Um, in terms of teams that were probably in the top half of the field. They uh, have one of the – I think it's actually might be fair to say they have the worst offensive line in the NFL right now. Uh, they can't do anything up front. They lost their two best linemen, Pouncy, and who's the other? Who's the tackle they lost? I can't I think of the name?
1: Oh, the rookie the same year as Tunsell. Uh, or not – he's not a rookie, but he was in the same draft as Tunsell. He went like sixth overall. Am I – Ronnie yep. Stanley? Staley? No, that's a Baltimore guy. No. uh, I don't know, but yes. And
0: we're going to find it. Forrest Lamp. Actually. That's not. No, I have no idea. No, that's just another lineman who got hurt. Yeah, they're in trouble. They're in trouble.
1: When Austin Eckler is your leading receiver, I think that's uh, concerning in itself. But I don't know. It is what it is. I don't. I have nothing towards the Chargers. Uh, I just don't really care.
0: Russell but. Okung is a part of that uh, offensive line. He's been out, and yeah, Mike Pouncey. So you i don't know what you're thinking of, but Okung and Pouncey.
1: Okay, John. Do you remember what your lack of the week was last week?
0: I believe it was uh, the Chicago Bears over the New Orleans Saints. Once again, betting against the Saints. Once again, being proven wrong. They are a very good team. They are in that elite class. The Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears. <clears throat> Let's talk about them real quick. Okay. This team is god-awful. They're actually bad. I am, it is safe for me to say I think the Bears are the worst team in the NFC North, which is the best division in football. They're the worst team in it. They're not contenders. They might not
1: finish above 500. They suck. I don't understand the, the offense there. It's terrible. Trubisky is bad. And that game, keep in mind, that game was close entering the fourth. Correct me if I'm wrong. But that was that game was close throughout. And David Montgomery had two carries. They ran the ball a total of seven, seven times. Seven times. Trubisky threw the ball 54 times.
0: I have no idea what they're doing. Absolutely none. Trubisky is bad. You're right. He is bad. Matt Nagy's got to figure something out. You cannot run the ball seven times in this game and expect to win. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the defense has not looked impressive this year compared to last year, not even close. So they've got a lot of questions they got to answer here. I yeah. don't think they're any good.
1: I I'm right there with you. Uh, uh, my lock of the week was I hit it. Arizona over the Giants. Arizona with a nice twenty-seven twenty-one win. Uh, odd game, big big game from Edmonds on the ground. Kyler Murray fairly quiet. Uh, and then the Giants, you know, Saquon was did his thing, but, um, Arizona's decent. They're decent.
0: I like them. I, I think that they're, and I've been telling people this lately, uh, Kingsbury is kind of meant for the NFL. I don't think he was good as a college coach. This is the case with some people, some coaches. He's, he's pretty good. I'd like his, I like the offense they run, dude. Kyler Murray and him are doing well together. Defense has some talent. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be a team that no one's looking to, to play this year. They're going to be a pesky little team. So, interested to see. They're, they're probably going to end up around 500, is my yes. guess.
1: Yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on to Week 8. Coming at us quickly. Possibly That's the worst. That's what she said. Coming very quickly, yes. Possibly the worst Monday night football game in history. <laughs> I'd like to throw that out there to begin with. Is it the worst Monday night football game in history, John?
0: Am, I'm at a loss, <laughs> you know? We're, we're, I'm really excited for the world to kind of see this Miami Dolphins team, though. I think that they deserve this, this situation. They deserve this spotlight. And they might turn some heads in I a bad say, way.
1: I will say this. You throw Fitzy, Fitzmagic out there on Monday night football, he could, he could sparkle.
0: Under the lights, dude. It's mad. that's honestly kind of kind of arousing to think about.
1: And the shitty thing is, is this is a lose lose for Dolphins because Miami has Pittsburgh's pick, so their 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 draft spots going to get hurt in uh, in some way Monday night. Yep. Um. So let's start out though. It's too early. Let's start out with you know a game that I think is a must win for one of these two teams. Sunday at one o'clock, we have Philly traveling to Buffalo. This is a must-win game for the Eagles, playing in classy old Buffalo. Buffalo is favored, uh, minus two, over under 43.5. Where, where, what do you think with this one, John?
0: Buffalo wins this game. Buffalo wins this game. The Eagles are in a tailspin. Their secondary is porous. That might be the worst secondary. It, it's actually probably not the worst. There are a few really, really bad ones. They are bottom three, though, right now um injuries have a lot to do with that but they look bad their offense has been unimpressive uh the jets put up i believe twice as many more than twice as many points as the eagles on the cowboys defense so that's not that's not a good look um the bills win this game the bills
1: uh betting on buffalo scares me this is one i'm gonna have to see what happens with the line throughout the week um I would like it if that went to Buffalo minus three. Yeah. And then I I, I got to think about it. I'm not ready to uh, to make any picks for that one yet. If I had to go one way right now, I'd take Philly. I don't know why. Maybe just to piss off Bills fans that are listening. But uh, that one remains to be seen. Okay. Uh, the next one I want to go to. There's really not a lot. I mean,
0: the the one o'clock slate is brutal. I'm I'm pretty intrigued by these are two teams. I feel like we've increasingly been talking about at least my focus. Cardinals at the New Orleans Saints here. Yeah, uh, pretty steep line. Looks like it's sitting at nine and a half right now. Do you think the Cardinals can keep this one close? I bet against the Saints consecutive weeks, consecutive locks of the week, and been absolutely burned by it. So I'm kind of afraid of them. They're officially in my head. They have a uh, rent free.
1: Interesting. I've uh I w I, I bet on both Arizona and New Orleans this, uh yesterday actually and, and won money on both. So I'm I'm kind of feeling that Arizona plus nine and a half. I think New Orleans will definitely win the game, but I see it being, you know, a, a four to seven point uh, margin of victory. Am I crazy for thinking that?
0: You're the first thing from crazy for thinking that. Um you know I feel like New Orleans is just due to, to not cover one of these games. I feel got like to keep betting against them for some reason. It just double on my shoulders ante- saying take yeah. the Cardinals, saying take the Cardinals. The the Saints can't cover every game, so I'm with you. Probably the kiss of death. I just I really and I I bet on the Cardinals a lot this year. Like honestly, maybe more than anyone. I they're they're a team that's I feel like going to keep keep most games pretty close.
1: Yeah. No, no doubt. Um, so let's get into uh I think probably the second biggest game of the weekend uh it's John's Carolina Panthers on the road at San Francisco. San Francisco's a five and a half point favorite. I don't know how San francisco is good i I truly don't Garoppolo's been so average this year i just I don't understand this. But it's, at the same time, uh, San Francisco is favored by fa- five and a half. And I kind of like San Francisco minus five and a half here.
0: It, it has been their defensive play. They are ranked first across multiple categories in terms of yards allowed, yards per play, uh, both through the pass and rush. They are very, very good up front getting after the passer. They're a very good defensive team. Um, honestly, to this point in the year, they have a case to say that they've been the best defensive unit in the league. That's how they're undefeated. Um this is a game that it, 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 it frightens the hell out of me as a Panthers fan here. Kyle Allen, now they're coming off a bye on the road. Just played in London. Um, good thing they had a bye after that. But now they're going to San Francisco. It frightens me, for sure. There's no doubt about that. Um, now the 49ers, I don't, have they seen someone as dynamic as McCaffrey this year? I don't know. Um, I, don't
1: know. I yeah. would say probably not. Does Case Keenum count?
0: Case Keenum does count. Case Keenum, terrible player. I can't even sugarcoat that one. Not great. Uh so I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. I probably will not bet against Carolina in this spot. Okay. If especially if that sneaks its way to six or seven, I'll definitely take Carolina. Uh I, I don't know that they win this one. I could see San Francisco by a field goal.
1: Okay. Uh, the next one I wanted to hit on was, I mean, the big one, the nightcap Sunday night football. We have Kansas City at home at five and two, taking on the Green Bay Packers, six and one. Mahomes is out. Green Bay is favored by five. I... Sound. You go. I am taking Kansas City plus five all day. Matt Effing Moore is here to play football, and for those for the folks at home that haven't seen the real Matty Ice play, Matt Moore is dynamic. He is the definition of a gunslinger, and just just watch out is all I'm going to say.
0: Sound the alarms, folks.
1: Doo-doo-doo.
0: The Aaron Rodgers MVP chatter is heating up. Here he is. He has arrived. Me and Mr. Marzula, we took him. MVP before the season, plus 800. We need it. I'll say it. We need it. So I've got Green Bay here. I've got Green Bay by 10 at least. I think that they win this game um, and don't have a very difficult – they're coming off their most complete performance of the year against a stingy Raiders team. Um, blew them out of the water. Aaron Rodgers, five touchdowns through the air. I believe he had one on the ground as well. Just a tremendous effort out of him, his best performance of the season. Kansas City defensively, they really shut down uh, the Broncos last week, but that is not saying a whole lot. So I think Rodgers exploits the secondary. And I think that they get after with their pretty solid pass rush of the Smith brothers, I think they get after Matt Morbit and put this one away uh, with a few minutes, a few minutes remaining.
1: Okay, so we are going op- complete opposite directions for that one. And I think it's time that everyone's been waiting for John's irrelevant game of the week. Where are you <clears> taking us to?
0: So so many options I could go at here. So many options. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to discard the Monday night football game since it's in primetime game. Uh, so we'll throw that one out. The four o'clock slate is, it's just not bad enough for me to pick a game out of there as bad as I want to. This one o'clock slate is probably the worst that we've had all season. It is absolutely miserable. And I think the winner is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Tennessee Titans God, I couldn't care less. This is a shit game. I mean, talk about two just abysmal teams. Tennessee could not be worse than that three and four. They've got a really good defense, but that offense is... is Tannehill's at the helm now. They're not going to do a whole lot. Tampa Bay, I'm going to take them, I think, in this spot for some reason. Wow. Jameis really has got a really legitimate case for being the worst starting quarterback in the league. Um. It's a bad game it's a bad that, game
1: that is a bad and it's match. not
0: even it's not even a bad game where it's bad enough for me to be interested in it like the dolphins redskins game and this is a just a shit matchup all around so uh we'll side with tampa but okay. we don't love it.
1: all right well let's uh get into our locks of the week quickly
0: uh just say i've got one okay I'm
1: excited. i've got one as well mine is seattle on the road at atlanta Seattle is favored by three and a half. I'm absolutely pounding Seattle in that that, uh, situation. Go Hawks. It
0: baffles my mind that they're only three and a half. The Rams are only three. They just won by about 75. That's weird. That's a good pick there. Um, I believe that the Detroit Lions are going to absolutely annihilate the New York Giants. They're going to eat their cookies. Uh, They're currently minus seven at home right now. I think Detroit wins this game by like four touchdowns i think this is an absolute blowout city right here
1: hmm. well there you have it john how about a little bonus uh bonus pick uh for the folks at home give me your if you had to place money on it today your super bowl pick my super bowl pick the green bay packers Yeah. okay i'm stick i'm going with the houston texans so let's wow. move on
0: oh. i like it yeah
1: Let's move on uh, quickly. I'll just update you uh, some news uh, in the NBA today. As NBA season actually starts tomorrow night with a big nightcap of Clippers-Lakers, I will not be watching that. I can confirm. I can promise you I will not be watching basketball tomorrow. However, some signings that took place that were of importance in the NBA, kind of. This one's kind of really boring. I don't know why I'm saying it, but the Utah Jazz and Joe Ingles, Agree to a one-year, $14 million extension. Did you know that, John? No. Okay. You can
0: throw out a lot of numbers and stats to me about the NBA in the last several weeks to months, and I probably wouldn't know about it.
1: Brooklyn's Tarion Prince signed a two-year, $29 million extension.
0: Is he related to Tyshawn Prince, the uh, Detroit Piston legend?
1: No, they are not related, I don't think.
0: People forget that team, that that Piston's team back in like the mid-2000s was... Kind of something special, really. It was. They
1: were talented. Um, Zion Williamson has died. Uh, He had surgery today, out six to eight weeks. So uh, New Orleans tanking has begun for 2020. DeMontis Sabonis has agreed to a four-year $77 million extension with the Pacers. That's a bit ridiculous. Jalen Brown and the Boston Celtics have agreed to a four-year $115 million contract extension. That's pricey for a guy that's like their fifth best option. The Pistons waived Joe Johnson today. That's kind of sad. Joe was one of my go-tos in 2K. Um, Joe,
0: Joe was coming off a massive season in the big three league, too. Like, I know. He had like the best stat line, probably the MVP if they do that type of thing.
1: And finally, Buddy Heald and the Sacramento Kings agree to a four-year $94 million extension. As I said... Basketball gets started tomorrow night. Only two games on the slate. New Orleans at Toronto. Obviously, no Zion now. And uh let's do a guess that line, actually, John. To to finish it off for the night. Two games. Uh, why not? Why not? Guess that line. New Orleans at Toronto. The reigning Got world it.
0: champions. Oh my goodness. How exciting. Wow. I'll <laughs> definitely watch this game. Um, I'm going with Toronto by nine.
1: Toronto by seven. Not a bad guess. Okay. And finally, the Lakers and Clippers. I guess the Clippers are technically home.
0: Yeah, another game I just could not be more uh, excited to watch. Uh, I'm probably going to
1: go with the Clippers by one. It is the Lakers by three.
0: Really interesting.
1: And there you have it, folks. The John and Chad episode. I don't know what the name of it was. What?
0: Chad, and I got to ask you I mean, anything, any updates with the ladies? You know?
1: Honestly, it was an odd weekend. We were not in the state. We got going early. And we were not in the state by 7 p.m. to really work on it. Um, more conflicts than flirting, I guess. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. So, next weekend, I'll, I'll, ch- I'll keep you updated. Hopefully, I find the love of my life this coming weekend.
0: Okay. And I uh, just wanted to shout out, you know, the guys. The gang. The boy, Mike Rodriguez, you know, guy buys, he, you know, he texts the chat. He goes, I'm bored. Friends are out of town this weekend. It's about 1 p.m. Friday. I say, hey, come to Charlotte. Look at a flight. Guy ends up buying a flight about 20 minutes later. He's in Charlotte the same night. We have a big weekend. Uh, little Sunday, fun day. A couple of mimosas started going down around 4 p.m. Sunday. And the night took off from there. Uh, just, we, you know, we love the company.
1: Wow. Well, there you have it, folks. We will be back next week. Hopefully Connor's actually here and will contribute in some way. Obviously. But maybe not. You know,
0: I mean, I think we,
1: I think it went pretty well. What do you I think? think we, I think we killed it, honestly. I enjoyed
0: You know, your I, picture's I a little fun. bit bigger on my screen. I get to see, you know, you know this was good. I enjoyed it. Little date yeah. night, little dude date. Nothing wrong with a dude date. Folks, yeah. there's nothing wrong with a dude date.
1: And with that... Chad and John, Jake Gyllenhaal Clemens, sign off, and we'll speak to you again next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Production by A.J. Bradbury.